Hello, everybody. I am Craig. And I'm Nick. And we are Messer Brothers Presents. Doug is here again. Hey, Doug. Shout out. Say hey, Doug. Hello. Nick's here again. Shocker. They love me. They really love me. (laughs) That reminds me. We should cover the... uh, Mandela effect. One yeah, because that didn't even happen. Yeah, she didn't even say that. <laughs> that might be the next episode. That's a good idea. I didn't even think Mandela. about that. Doug, you That's heard of the Mandela? weird stuff, man. What was his name? Charles Mandela? Nelson. Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> because he died in the... Our textbooks in elementary school said he died, but then he just died a few years ago. Yeah, he didn't die that long ago. Did your textbook really say he died? Everybody said he died. Said he died in prison in Africa or whatever, Nigeria, wherever he was at. South America, South Africa, you know? Yeah, somewhere. What did you think? Did you think he died back a long time ago? Did you really? See, I don't... Never mm-hmm. thought about it. But they say a lot of people remember him being dead from a long time ago. It's weird stuff. Yeah. I'll share the weirdest one. The, the absolute weirdest one of all of them. Sinbad? Me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I completely remember. I remember. One million percent... Sinbad was in a movie as a genie. He was. We watched it. And I remember Shaquille O'Neal come out with a movie. And we thought he copied it. And we thought, yes, we thought it was a copy of the Sinbad version. Because I remember thinking, how stupid. Why would they bring out a movie of... Why would Shaquille O'Neal come out with a movie the same? Like, it's almost the same. And do you remember that? Do you remember that? Okay, so how does all these people remember the same movie? Everybody remembers a Sinbad and, movie. And everybody I've talked to that are like our age remember Sinbad being in a movie as a genie. Yep. It but was Sinbad. They say he wasn't. We, I never watched the Shaq movie. I know I never watched it. But I remember the, um, the Sinbad movie. So do I. So if you remember but, that, let us know. Because yeah. it's pretty weird. Was you going to say something? I was going to say, I, I saw the Shaq one, but I remember there being a Sinbad one. I don't remember seeing the Sinbad one, but I remember seeing the Shaq version. So, I don't well, I never watched the Shaq version. No, we never watched it. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, no, but I mean, that was, that is, that is weird. Yeah, that's Sneaky. definitely a coverable, coverable episode. Like, what does Luke Skywalker say? I mean, not Luke Skywalker. What does Darth Vader say to Luke Skywalker? I am your father. But do you remember him saying, Luke, I am your father? No. Everybody always said he Everybody did. Everybody always said he did. Then I watched it, and that's not what he says. But did it change? No. He's like, I am your father. No! Then he screams. No! He makes these weird faces. <laughs> and then he falls. Sorry if you've not seen the movie. You're just 40 years too late, so <laughs> you're not going to watch it if you haven't already. I don't know. It's weird stuff. What other ones are there? I mean, that really is a whole episode. It's yes, not. Yeah. yeah. There's a big old list. There's a lot of stuff. But today, we're back to talk about the Bell Witch. Bell, 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 witch, 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 and bell, 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 little, witch, 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 bell, witch, bell, 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 last time, but... Uh, did you? I don't know. I'm just going to pretty much act like I didn't start over. Okay. The Bell Witch is a famous ghost story from Adams, Tennessee. 
That's near Nashville. Near Nashville. And it took place from 1817 to 1821. How many people did she kill? How many people did she kill? The Bell Witch. Wasn't it a she? Yeah, but how many did she kill? What do you mean? Didn't she? The ghost killed people, didn't she? She actually, yes, she killed yeah. one person. That's she what I thought. On record as having killed one person. Murdered by a ghost. But that's the end of the story. So. Well, <laughs> if I'm ever you a ghost. gave it away. If I'm a ghost, I hope I don't murder people. I think she killed her cat, too. Yeah, killed the cat. Um, but anyway, so John Bell and his wife Lucy moved from North Carolina to Tennessee when they purchased some land and a very big farmhouse. Where did they live in North Carolina? I don't know for sure. Uh, I think it was. I think it was Canton, North Carolina. Canton. No, I don't know where it was. Probably Uwari. Maybe. Maybe Mount Holly. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. (laughs) Anyway, they bought a small piece of property in a big old farmhouse. But eventually, they expanded their farm to 328 acres. 328. They had a lot. John, the family became very involved with the local Baptist church where John became an elder. The family was settling in very nicely. Were they? Which is a good thing. After the, how long did it take them to accumulate this 328 acres? Oh, some time, I'm sure. It only I took know. us 20 years, and by then we were settling in pretty good <laughs> with the community. They finally accepted us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> One day in 1817, which is when the Bell Witch first started haunting them, John was out doing his normal farming duties. 1817? Yeah. Not 1814? No. And they didn't take a little trip. 1817. <laughs> what? His children took a little trip in 1814. Some of his sons. Down make, to, to the mighty Mississippi? They went to the mighty Mississippi. <laughs> they absolutely did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, John was doing his normal farming duties throughout the day. Doug, would you like to expand on farming duties? Mm-hmm. I raised a, I was a farmer for a summer. You remember that? <laughs> A summer and a half. Summer and a half. I gave up the second time because it got yeah, too, I was too busy. It's still there. It's still there. I'm going to do a small garden this it's year. still there. I can't handle that much, though. It's too much. It is too much. Yeah, it's it's just, not a good place either. It was too much, too rocky, and... Too far. rocky, nothing. And the weeds grew out of the Yahoo. They just kept coming and kept coming. Yeah. <laughs> Need a different spot with less weeds. I'm just going to till it part of the yard. Oh, Craig. What are you going to grow? Oh, Sarah, here we uh, go. Price of squash. What did, what did, what did they grow? Well, Bell peppers? for sure they grow corn. <laughs> this this takes place in the corn, so for sure corn. Children of the corn? Something in the corn. Craig might, is Craig going to grow corn? I don't know. I did grow some corn. Corn and tomatoes. Uh, beans. Peppers and squash. Probably beans, zucchinis. Onions. Peppers. Tomatoes. You don't like tomatoes. I cook with them. Oh. Make some salsa. Salsa. I like zucchinis. That is my vegetable go-to. Why not cucumbers? I don't know. I started eating some zucchinis. What's the difference? Delicious. Don't they look the same? They kind of look the same, but zucchini is a squash. I don't like squash, zucchini, or cucumber. They can all go away. How do you know? I've ate them before. I like fried squash. (laughs) I make zucchini the way I make you'd like it. How do you make it? With chicken. 
Is it good? <laughs> I throw some some olive oil. You ever fried cheese. it? I'm not fried it. You put some cheese and you bake it all together. Well, it's delicious. Sounds good. It's really good. You should fry me I'm up gonna some. I'm going to grill it when it's grilling season. Make me some fried some. zucchini. I don't fry. I don't fry anything, but you've got an air fryer. Fry it yourself. I don't have an air fryer. Well, Mama has one. You can go. Yeah, you have an air fryer too. Fry me some. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the story. All right. Back to the corn with John Bell. Okay. John Bell's corn patch. You gonna grow any vegetables? Vegetables? Um, <laughs> maybe a cuke. I mean, uh, pumpkin. I tried to grow pumpkins. You failed? Deer ate them all, apparently. Grow a bunch more and hunt them. Grow you some pumpkins and go, I'm gonna go hunt the pumpkin patch. Hunt them buttons. <laughs> and them pumpkins. You can go hunting and then hunt the people buttons. say... Say, man, I went hunting the other day. It looked like it was a pumpkin patch. There's so much orange laying around there. And you really were in a pumpkin patch. <laughs> Somebody's probably said that before. No, I've read it a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> really? Was, yeah, they're like, oh, there's so many hunters. It looked like you were sitting in a pumpkin patch. All the orange you see. Like, <laughs> I've never been there, but. <laughs> they probably go like. Greg could go hunt an actual pumpkin They patch. probably take two steps into the woods. That's where they hunt at. <laughs> Look at all these orange. <laughs> Um. All right. John's in the cornfield, and he sees a weird-looking animal, <laughs> and it had the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. Dog rabbit sitting in the middle of the corn row. <laughs> he was scared of absolutely whatever the heck he was seeing, so he shot at it multiple times, and he missed, and it disappeared. But he was a crack shot in the army. Disappeared. How do you know if he was? <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> well, the, the the creature disappeared. After that, it said that he went back to his work. Kind of forgot about it until after dinner time. I don't know how you forget that you saw a dog with a rabbit head. <laughs> <laughs> and then after dinner, the family was sitting around and they started hearing beating outside the house on the log home. And he, they said that uh, they went and looked, didn't see anything. Well, over the next few days, few nights... It would happen every night. And they said it got louder and louder. And John and his sons would run outside every night to get whatever it was, and there was never nothing there. Then, a few nights later, it started progressing, and the Bell children started waking up in the middle of the night, scared, and telling their parents that there was rats chewing on the bedpost. A few nights later after that, they told their parents that the covers were being pulled off of them and that their pillows were being thrown across the floor. As time progressed, the Bell family started to hear voices. Voices. They said it sounded like an old woman singing church hymns. The youngest daughter, Betsy, started to get attacked by the thing. She was getting her hair pulled and slapped repeatedly. Uh, and they said that she had welts and handprints pop up all across her body as a result. Eventually, they told their neighbor, James, and I, I didn't read this but I today or when I was getting everything ready, but I'd read somewhere that they went, you know, they went to the church and they were real nervous about telling anybody. About the ghost? On. Yeah, because they said it was, the, you know, the stuff that happened in Salem was not that long ago. And they were afraid that if they told the church, they would think somebody in their family was a witch. Uh -huh. And was doing stuff, you know, witchcraft. And that was causing these spirits to come around. And they were worried that the church would just 
not believe them and maybe kill them because they thought they were witches. Mm-hmm. So, but eventually they told their friend that was their neighbor, James Johnston. Johnston? Yep. James Johnston. Uh, James didn't really know what to believe at first. He didn't really believe it. But him and his wife decided that they would go spend the night with the Bells. So and they said everything seemed normal until they went to bed. And they said as they was laying in the bed that the covers were being pulled off of them and that James started getting slapped. Oh. <laughs> James jumped out from the bed and called out, In the name of the Lord, who are you and what do you want? They said the thing didn't respond. And the next morning, James told the Bells that he believed they had an evil spirit. <laughs> Over time... Wants to slap. Huh? It's a very strange evil spirit that well, likes to slap people. I, I, tell, I think I've told on here before, but... Uh, what's that? Haunted Br- Helen's Bridge? Yeah. Yep. There was a lady that was a substitute teacher when I was in sixth grade, and she said, we were talking about ghost stories, and she said that these guys that she went to high school with, went up there and was like, Helen, Helen, come forth. And she wasn't doing anything. And they just started like laughing and cutting up and you ain't here. Yada, yada. And they said this woman chased them out of nowhere and said that he said he got some slapped. And she said he came to school the next day and he had a handprint on his face where he'd been slapped by somebody. <laughs> so some woman up there just messing with him. <laughs> probably. He probably lived up there in one of them houses. <laughs> She just walked up her because she heard him and smacked the kid. <laughs> um, after James and his wife left, the next few days and weeks, the voice grew stronger and louder. It was singing hymns. What did it say? It was singing hymns. <laughs> oh. Quoting scripture. Carried on conversations with the family. And at one time quoted two full sermons word for word that they had heard that day in church. <laughs> kind of weird. Word eventually spread. As it, you know, I'm sure James had loose lips. Loose he lips. Probably sunk ships. <laughs> <laughs> or all his all the John's daughters. He had about 110 of them. So who did? John Bell. John had a bunch of daughters. He had a bunch of kids. So there was a John Bell and John Johnston. James Johnson. James Johnston was the neighbor. Oh. John Bell was the homeowner. You better call the homeowner. (laughs) The word spread, obviously, and it eventually got to celebrity tough guy of the day. Any guesses who it was? Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. General Andrew Jackson. He went by Andy J. No, he went by General. This is before he was president, but they said... So, I think last episode we talked about going and hearing about the, Bla- the Bell Witch. We did a tour of the Hermitage, which is Andrew Jackson's home. Yeah. And they said he never wanted to be called president, ever. Never, ever. He was always general. Because that was what he wanted to be. He was the general. So he was. He said he earned general. He was yeah. elected president. Yeah, that's what he said. So, he heard about it and he wanted to see for himself. Three of John's sons had actually, in 1814, took a little trip along with General Jackson, but the song says Colonel Jackson, Mm. down the mighty Mississippi. They took a little bacon, and they took a little beans, and they fought the bloody British in the town of New Orleans. They fired their guns, and the British kept coming. You know that song? 
wasn't quite as many as there was a while ago. Blooded once more, they began. That's what happened. The Gulf of Mexico. I bet the Bell Witch was a member of the British soldiers' family, and that's why she came back to haunt them. Probably. Anyway, those three boys fought with Jackson. Did they live? Yeah, they were still alive. So they were happy to let the general, the good general, come and check it out. Good general. So in 1819, Jackson got a gang of several men together with horses and wagons. So it was two years after this bell stuff started. Why didn't they move? You got a nice farmhouse and 348 or 328 acres. Well, they got plenty of room to build a new house. <laughs> Leave the witch to that one and move on. Yeah, probably just move. Burn it down. Get well, them. I mean, she's going to church with them, apparently, because she's quoting the oh, yeah. sermons. She probably just follow them, all around, follow them around. Anyway, so Jackson and his men came to the property with their horses and wagons in tow. When they reached the start of the property, the horses came to a stop. And they said they cussed and screamed and hollered and kicked and pulled on the horses and they wouldn't move. They didn't know what was going on. So Jackson shouted out, By the eternal boys, this must be the Bell Witch. <laughs> By the eternal boys? Yeah, I don't know what that What's means. That mean? That's what he's playing. What's that mean, Doug? Saying. And they said that when he said that, a female voice told Jackson, they could proceed, and that she'd see them a little later. You can proceed. Oh, it may, okay. Was it by the eternal boys or by the eternal boys, comma? Pro, yeah, there probably. That's probably by the eternal. That probably makes more sense. Makes more sense, Because he's with the boys. By the eternal boys. Great. By the eternal boys. Anyway, she told him they could go on. She'd be seeing them a little later on. I'm sure she would. <laughs> Slapping them. So the horses then, as soon as they heard the woman's voice, started going forward. Jack and they got finally got there. Jackson sat around with the family, telling them all war stories. I bet he had some war stories to tell. I wish old Andy J was alive today. He'd tell us all sorts of stuff. I'd go ride a horse around with him and say, "Tell me your stories, Andy J." He'd say, "Old Hickory, don't tell nothing." I'd say, "You tell me about the Bell Witch." <laughs> So, one of the men that was with Jackson said he was a witch tamer. <laughs> Didn't know that's the thing. I guess he took that in school. I don't know. I'm a witch tamer. He pulled out a pistol, and he pulled out a silver bullet that he said that would kill the, that evil spirit. He must have been confused. Yeah, he had his... He thought he was going after werewolves. He's a little, <laughs> little off. I don't know how you shoot a spirit. It doesn't really make any sense. But anyway, and they don't see it, except they saw the... Dog and rabbit mixture. All right. So as soon as he was finished showing all that off, the man started screaming. And his body started twisting all around. He complained, saying that he was being pricked with pins and being beaten. He was then kicked in the butt and he flew outside. <laughs> he pulled out his silver bullet. <laughs> the thing then spoke and said, there is another fraud amongst you, and I will let identify them tomorrow evening. You fraud. The witch tamer sounded pretty fraud. Yeah, he, uh, he was. <laughs> Jackson's men begged him to leave, but Jackson said that he wanted to stay and see who the other fraud was. What happened the next day is pretty murky. 
not really an account of it. But they said that later that day, Jackson and his men were spotted going back to Nashville that next morning. And they, they, Jackson is quoted as telling some folks, I would rather fight the British at New Orleans than the Bell Witch. So, so nobody knows what the Bell Witch did? Nobody knows what happened. I do not get what the rabbit dog has to do with I don't either. anything. I don't either. That's one part about it I really don't get. That was the Bell Witch in uh, animal form. I guess that's what it was. Mm, okay. The Bell Witch in animal form is a rabbit with is a dog with a rabbit head. It was probably just a dog had went and caught a rabbit. And it, was, it probably it was situ- had nothing to do with the was, whole thing. It was situated in his mouth perfect where the head looked like it was sitting on the dog's body. And the guy thought, what is that? Later on, Betsy Bell, which is John's daughter, became engaged. Betsy? Betsy Bell. To a man named Joshua Gardner. He lived nearby and was a young man. With the blessing of her parents, they decided they was going to go ahead and get married. Everybody was happy, or so it seemed. What was his name? Joshua Gardner. Oh. The Thing, as I like to call it, told Betsy that she better not marry Joshua. Repeatedly. What a one-time thing. She told her. Did she she slap her? I think she's been slapping her the whole time. (laughs) So she's like, don't marry that boy. (laughs) (laughs) This girl goes into town bruised up everywhere. What happened to you? That witch keeps beating me, but I keep coming back home. (laughs) Uh, Betsy and Joshua's former school teacher, Richard Powell, had been noticeably interested in Betsy for some time Mm -hmm. and had formally expressed that she wanted to marry Betsy. Powell was 11 years older than her. Supposedly, he was a student of the occult, ventriloquism, which I don't really know what that matters, and mathematically, mathemati- a mathematical genius. He knew a lot about horticulture and geology. But he was secretly married to a woman in Nashville named Esther Scott. Um, but he was a school teacher in the area, so I guess he wasn't in Nashville all the time because, I mean, it's, it's close by today's standards, but I don't think he'd be riding his horse to Nashville and back every day. No. Uh, it's too far for that. Yeah. Um, but he definitely had a very, very high fondness of Betsy, they say. Um, Betsy. He expressed his disappointment when he found out that Betsy and Joshua was going to get married, but at the same time, he said he hoped them that they did what they were. You know, happy and did well. While being engaged to Mr. Powell, not Mr. Powell, <laughs> while being engaged to Joshua, things got worse. The Bell Witch was very active, did not want her to marry this man. And it got so bad with the nagging of Betsy that she said she couldn't handle it anymore, and so she broke it off. <clears throat> Then, with that out of the way, the witch decided it was going after John. Time to time to take care of Mister Bell. Um, 
it's she, the the entity. I'm gonna just call it a woman because I mean, by all accounts, it was <laughs> the 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 <laughs> acts like a woman. <laughs> the uh, the woman, the ghost, the witch, I, you know, whatever you want to call her, said it was flat out said it was gonna kill John. Repeatedly said it was gonna kill John. I'm gonna kill you. John. I don't know about you, but you don't hear about many ghosts killing people. But this one said it's gonna do it. So. John began having pretty bad health issues. His face would twitch. He was having problems swallowing. And it kept just growing worse over time. Um, you know. Did he see a doctor? I'm sure he did, but I mean, what are they going to do? Uh, we don't know. I mean, they didn't know, you know. But <clears throat> by the by the end of 1820, he was getting really bad, and he pretty much ended up staying home all the time. Um. It would take his shoes off while he was trying to walk and throw them. It would slap him in the face. He started having some seizures. It would talk to him all the time, cursing him. Um, it came, made a nickname at some point, Old Jack Bell. He said he's going to kill Old Jack Bell. I'll kill you, Old Jack Bell. <laughs> Why? Well, at what point theories. do you say we're moving? There's some theories to it. Um... John, that you know, that was fall of 1820, and towards the end of the year in December, um, John actually went into a coma, and then he died. The Bell Witch um, <laughs> did him in. After his death, his son John Jr. was looking around and looked in a cupboard in one of their in their house in the kitchen, and found this tube of some. Just black liquid. He didn't know what it was. So he gave some of it to the cat. He can't do drops to the cat. And the cat rolled over and died. <laughs> it, like immediately died. Uh, so he just finds this thing with, he don't know what it is. He gives it to the cat. Like, kill his cat with it. Um, and as soon as the thing rolled over and died, he heard the bell witch say, That's what I gave old Jack last night. Killed him. So, Jack, <laughs> uh, John Jr. threw it into the fireplace, and they said that it burst into blue flames and shot up in the chimney. John, they had John's funeral, <clears throat> and it was one of the biggest in the area they'd ever had at the time. People was coming from all over. They had three different preachers there, and a big old crowd at the graveyard. They say that the Bell Witch made an appearance at the funeral. Um, laughing, singing, songs about a bottle of brandy, pretty much just being a nuisance the whole funeral. Um, everybody still paid their respects, and they say that she was there until the last mourner left the graveyard. Uh, in the spring of 21... 1821? Yeah, spring of 1821... The witch, female, the thing, came back and see Lucy and told her that it was going to be leaving for seven years. So 1820, 1828 came and John Jr. said that it did return. And it... I, I don't really understand how this happens, but he says that they, they talked about life, civilizations, Christianity... And 
the need for a spiritual great awakening. He talked about that with the Blair or the Bell Witch. He said also um, that the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch, the Bell Witch, predicted basically predicted the Civil War and other major events that it said was going to happen in the future. He said some of them did come to pass, some didn't. Civil War was something that she predicted. Uh, told him it stayed for him for a few weeks and left and told him that it would come back in 1935. 1935? Yeah. So 107 years later? And he was going to visit his closest descendant. And when that in 1935, his closest direct descendant was a man named Charles Bailey Bell, um, who was a physician in Nashville. And John, uh, he that was John Bell Sr.'s great-grandson. Hmm. So that would have been the closest one. Um, that year... Or in 34, Bell made, wrote a book about the Bell Witch to raise awareness so that it could be coming back. <laughs> um, he pretty much had first-hand accounts, basically, because his grandfather was John Jr., um, so he knew pretty much a lot of stuff. And he wrote all about it. Um, his father was also a doctor. His name was Joel Thomas Bell, and he had taken notes and about everything, had them all wrote down. And it was passed along to him. So everything was pretty solid. He um, ended up dying in 1945. So did the witch visit him in 1935? They say they really don't know. Um, they said that some say it didn't come. Some people say that it did come. But apparently there's no record of hmm. it returning. Um, must have died. Yeah. So, you know, this has been a... It must have died. <laughs> the witch must have died. The thing must have died. The ghost ghost witch. Uh, they say that... It may have told him... It may have visited and told him to come back another time. Another descendant. Okay. Did he have any kids? Grandkids? I don't know now. They might be getting a visit someday. Yeah, maybe. Too bad we're not related to him. Maybe. We're not. <clears throat> They say that there's still things today that people blame on the Bell Witch. In what? That, in that area and property. They said that you can see lights sometimes dancing. Just random lights. Uh, orbs and mist. Other things people see it in pictures that they say must be the Bell Witch. Must be that Bell Witch. <laughs> um, you know, did it happen? What do you think? Well, was, uh, if it didn't happen, they sure made a... Big story, the heck of story. Ford, a four-year story, and Andy yeah. J went. Yeah. What do you think, Doug? I don't know, but I guess. I mean, how many people was at this funeral that supposedly it was there the whole time and yeah. messing with them? So if they're all telling the truth, then something happened, I guess. Yeah. Um, in 1937, there were some reports of some more events on the property. Uh, somebody else had on the farm then. It was Lewis Garrison. Um, he owned the farm and the cave. So we didn't really talk about the cave. but There's some accounts that the witch kind of lived in a cave. <laughs> the, the, the ghost witch lived in a cave. The Why didn't cave. they go check it out the cave? Uh, um... 
I don't know. He said that he heard noises coming from inside the cave in 1937. Uh, he said that it was sounded like something rubbing against the house. Um, a paper-like object being flew out the door. I don't really know what that means. And he could hear a piano. <laughs> coming from the cave? Yeah. Did he never go in this cave? I don't know. He said that they had a weenie roast at the, at the cave in 1937. They were all joking about it, and they said then they saw a figure of a woman standing on top of a cliff over the cave. Um, who knows? 1965, there was an article published that was <laughs> involving a rocking chair that was owned by one of the descendants, and apparently it was supposedly haunted. A rocking chair? Yeah. I don't believe none of that junk. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing the same. Um, another lady and I was getting slapped. So here, here, there is a, a couple cave stories. There's a lady in 1977 that said that she, as a child in 1944, explored the cave. Um, and she said that they went in there with a lantern, and the lantern was blown out, and there wasn't any any breeze there. She managed to relight it. And but was terrified and got out of there. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, that's not much. Um, 1977, there was five soldiers from Fort Campbell that went into the cave to see what they could find. Uh, <laughs> one of the soldiers said, "There's nothing here," and according to legend, something something grabbed his chest, and he started. He could feel something and grabbed hold of his chest. Grab your chest. <laughs> Um, the latest thing I see is, is 1987, a guy on a gas station and he reported that 20 years earlier, he ran out of gas at night near the cave. Yeah. 20 years earlier, he, he ran, so 1967, he ran out of gas near the cave. He was walking towards the town when a rabbit came out of the woods and began to follow him. Hang <laughs> on. Wait, you gotta hear the rest. He says that he started walking faster, but the rabbit kept pace. Even as he broke out in a run, the rabbit was still chasing him. He, After a mile, a... he said he sat down, and he said the rabbit hopped up on the other side of the log, looked at him, and said... <laughs> he said the rabbit looked at him and said, hell of a race we had there, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite story from this whole thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. What was that guy smoking? He was a 60s He was, so yeah, he was on something. On something. <laughs> a lot of people are very skeptical of it. They say, you know, it happened so long ago that you kind of mix myth and truth together. And it kind of created the story. Um... So, <laughs> we need to make that into a little video, Doug. Funny. We start walking and some rabbit just shows up and he run. I want to see the rabbit say that. Um, they say that the movie The Blair Witch is based on it in a sense. Um, there's another movie, Bell Witch Haunting. An American Haunting, Bell Witch the Movie, The Bell Witch Legend, The Bell Witch Haunting, The Mark of the Bell Witch. 
Ghost Adventures uh, filmed an episode at the cave. And there's a few other TV series that, that focused on it. Um, in 2018, Travel Channel, another show, Haunted Live, came there and did some stuff too. <laughs> Expedition X, which I've never heard of, uh, ex- explores caves, and that was one of the caves they did on there. Um, there's a few different songs and stories and such all about it. Plays and... Mel Kilgore recorded a song called The Bell Witch. Bell Witch. 1964. Might be a good song. Mm-hmm. So, what you think? What do you think, Doug? Who is this witch ghost supposed to be? Well. And why was it so fascinated with this family? I read, so I've listened to another podcast that covered The Bell Witch. This was a few weeks ago, and then, I, but reading thing, I've not found this in anything I've resources that I've read, but in the podcast, he said that the witch was supposed possibly the lady they bought the property from, and they said that when she sold the house and the land to John, she felt like a, a little while later she felt like she got ripped off and didn't get what it was worth. And they said some people believe she was into the occult and into that sort of thing. And so when she died, they think she'd come back to haunt him. And his entire family. And to, yeah, to get her revenge for selling the property. And then I mean, there wasn't anything dirty about it. Like, he, she sold it and he paid what she asked. So, um, and then she stuck around until... <laughs> on that podcast, I didn't really want to address this because it's... I don't think this is accurate, but I'll say what they said. They said that there were some people that believed that John was like doing all this to his family and that he was doing it to the kids and they come up with a ghost story to cover up his abuse. <laughs> uh, but then he died. But so, then he died. And oh. it supposedly killed him. Yeah, so. so they said maybe one of the kids killed him finally for the abuse. And they said they made up this elaborate story. Could be. Um, I don't know. I mean, why did they kill the cat though? I don't know. (laughs) Um. So yeah, that's the Bale Witch boys. Got anything else you want to talk about? About it? No. Think she's real? I don't know. Something happened earlier. But that's the only time I've ever heard about a witch killing somebody. I mean, not a witch, a ghost killing somebody. Ghost. You got anything you want to add about it? What you think? Think it's real? I don't know. Sounds kind of freaky, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Guess that concludes our Blair Witch. Blair, Blair you keep saying Blair. saying Blair. The Barrel Witch. I had another ghost experience at my house. Yes. Which was this since? It's been since we've done the show. Okay. Tell us about um, it. I was home late in the evening. I was the only one there. And our our rooms at our house, so we got the living room, and then right next to that's the dining room. The next room's the dining room, and then the next room's the kitchen. And I'd come out of the living room, and I was walking towards the kitchen, so you had to go through the dining room. Right when I went through the door to the kitchen, I heard 1,000%, it sounded like a ball bouncing. So I turn around and look, 
and there's not a ball bouncing. But I I took off trash that day, and I had a trash trash can sitting there empty, no bag in it. And I don't know if this will pick up, but there's a trash can sitting here, so I'm going to use it. I walk into the room, and and this is this is what I hear. So I started hearing that, and I walked in there and looked, and that trash can was waddling back and forth making that sound. And then it went all the way down and stopped. And I didn't touch it. And the wind didn't blow in the house. Nobody was home. Just you. Just me. You by yourself? Yes. Yes, I was there. Just me. (laughs) Somebody else was there. Ghost? I don't know what it was. Cat? No cat in the house. Ain't no dog in the house. But that was almost two years since the last time I had experienced anything in the house. Now I said two years, I'll be back. Yeah. Ain't that right, Doug? So it's pretty freaky. What do you think, Doug? You got something. I don't know what. I don't know who. Not a heat sensor. What is it? You set up something and it picks up energy? Yeah, what's it called? A seismograph? <laughs> no, that ain't right. What is it, Doug? The ghostometer. Yeah. Ghostometer. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, don't you? Yeah. It's supposed to grow. Don't know what they call it. I don't either. <clears throat> you need it might, you might scare lately. you to death. You might wake up the middle of the night like, hey, Katie, let's watch yeah, this. I don't want I don't, probably don't want to see it. <laughs> I've heard knocking. Have you? When? A couple weeks ago in the bathroom. Hmm. Three knocks. Nah, then pretty pretty quick, like yeah, like that. One, two, three. Bam, bam, bam. Somebody here. It was not anybody in the house. Your whole witness were there. <sighs> now, this was at like ten, ten forty-five at night. Well, so I don't know who it was. It wasn't me. I was asleep. I don't know. Maybe it was a ghost. Maybe it was somebody. I don't want to find out. You'll probably find out tonight. It'll wake you up. It'll be back. You'll wake up and see the, see the image of a face burned into the ceiling. Mm. You'll oh, see yeah. what? <laughs> a face burned into the ceiling. That's freaky. I would not want to see that. You might see it. No faces in the ceiling, please. All right, Craig, so uh, is that all? Yes, that's it, ain't it? Got anything else you want to add? No, I don't. What about you, Douglas? On about anything? Nope. Nothing at all? Nothing. We didn't talk about any current events at the start of this one. Well, we, we just can. jumped right into the story. What do you want to add? I don't know. What should we add, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> Nick, we didn't talk about no current events. All right, what do you want to talk about? Ah, uh, nothing. I'm thinking. You have anything? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I can talk about. This ain't a current event, but Doug got me a book for Christmas. What do you get? Yeah. It's called Missing 411. Missing 411. So it's, you know, it's about missing people. And there's a lot of different cases in there. So it's probably something we'll talk about a little more on the show eventually. Good. Give us some good ideas. But I think we'll do the Mandalorian effect next week. Mandalorian effect? Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Well, well, you have any closing I thoughts, Douglas? Nope. You need a thought to close us out. I don't have any 
close the show with a thought. Craig has to close the show. All right, Craig, you have any closing thoughts? After he finishes yawning. <laughs> My closing thought is, if you see a dog with a rabbit head <laughs> and you shoot at it, make sure you hit it. <laughs> and if a woman starts singing hymns and she don't exist and then Please. she starts slapping you, you might need to figure out a different place to live. Maybe. What about you? Do I have any closing thoughts, Doug? I don't know. Man, you're supposed to know. Stay warm and toasty. Oh, somebody told me this one time. I think it's a good advice. <clears throat> he said, As long as you have a pretty woman and a sharp chainsaw, you'll stay warm all winter. She don't have to be pretty for that, does she? Well, I looked back and I said, Well, buddy, I've been cold my whole life. Because <laughs> I've never had either. Who said that? <laughs> I had to, I took my chainsaw somewhere to get it professionally sharpened. Did once. you really? And he said that? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> did you really say I've been cold my whole life? I did. What did he say? He laughed. laughed. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. I guess that's all for now. Yep. I'm Nick. I'm Craig. I'm Doug. We are... Master Brother presents out. <laughs>